0: Linda Ballesteros.
1: Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, I'm your host today, and thanks so much for spending some time with me today. I know that we all have very busy lives and a lot of demands and takes us in a lot of different directions, so I'm always honored when someone carves time out of their busy day to spend with me. So today we're talking about the senior care industry. I recently read an article that went like this. 90% of Americans uh, ages 65 and older want to stay at home as long as possible. And this age group is growing rapidly. Now, Business Insiders talks about this industry specifically. Uh, It says U.S. home care. Home health care is evolving into a massive market for the U.S. health systems. The U.S. health care um, healthcare market is projected to grow about 7% annually from $103 billion, which was in 2019, several years ago, to $173 billion in 2026. So you can tell there's a huge demand for this, and there's a huge market. And they're always blaming it on us baby boomers because we are turning of that age where we do want to still stay in our homes. So my guest today is uh, David Goodman, and he has a wealth of knowledge and experience in the senior industry. He's the president of CareShift, and David is a home care Um, David is a home care industry icon and has assembled a dream team. I love that. He has assembled a dream team of experts to help build successful uh, CareShift locations. So CareShift actually helps seniors those baby boomers that they've been talking about to retain their independence by providing home health care. Please help me in welcoming David to the show. Hey, David, welcome to the show.
2: Ah, thanks, Linda. I'm really excited to be a part of the show. Thank you.
1: Oh, absolutely, I am. I'm happy for you to be here as well because there are so many health care. Uh, companies out there, David, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. Now, before we start talking about care shift, tell me a little bit about your history and how you were drawn to the senior care industry specifically.
2: Yeah, so uh, I mean, I guess my story is a little unusual in that, um, I mean, I, I guess typical in some ways. I graduated from college. I was always very interested in, in helping other folks. I have a degree in you know, psychology, so it was always something of interest to me about uh, other people. And, um, you know, I'd gotten out of college, and uh, actually my intention was to go to chiropractic school, and uh, I was 23. I'd gotten into, a, unfortunately, into a bad car accident, and, um, uh, you know, I'd I i I'd gotten hit by a drunk driver. It's a whole nother story, but at any rate, um, I... I was going to school at that point. I had graduated from college and I needed additional science credits in order to go to chiropractic school. So I had this night job that I couldn't do anymore because, you know, I was injured in this accident. And I took a job in a home care company. And very quickly, I realized that I kind of loved it. I wanted to do it. And I just at 23 decided to open up my own business as a home health care business. And that is how I kind of you know, got connected to the industry, and I'm still in it 35 years later. I, I do love it. I think it's an amazing business. I, I I feel blessed to have helped so many people in my life, and uh, it's made a difference in others.
1: So you've been in the industry for quite some time, and I know that you're recognized throughout the industry as being one of the leaders. Um, how has your your journey through just the senior healthcare industry? How has that progressed? And did you decide franchising was a great model to tap into?
2: Yeah, no, that's an excellent question. Um, yeah, so uh, just kind of continuing that journey, that story is I got into it when I was twenty three, and I started a home care company in uh, in in North Jersey, and uh, I developed it into a very strong brand. I was very successful at it. And folks would come to me, you know, and just say, hey, show me how to do it. This was kind of before, um, you know, the explosive franchising of home health care. And, you know, I realized, like, hey, um, you can't do this on the back of a napkin or a bar napkin. You have to sort of create a system. So from there, I developed a system called – which was a membership model, and it was called Companion Connection Senior Care – and that showed companies across the country how to do this type of business. The difference with those types of candidates as opposed to a franchise is that they did not share in our in our trade name, right? So uh-huh. they were a part of Companion Connection Senior Care, but that wasn't their brand name. And we were very successful with showing folks all across the country how to do this type of business. Many of them went on to create, you know, to be honest, many millions of dollars and help many thousands of people. So that sort of then led us to, you know, care shift, which is, uh, you know, we we kind of at a juncture now, right? Like, so it's a more mature industry. There are more competitors out there. And this is kind of the idea of where the dream team comes into play because we've taken all of our best practices. I mean, we have a lot of successful people that we've helped out there, and they will absolutely credit, you know, our team, myself. It's often been said that, you know, we were that platform to success. And so we've taken those best practices and incorporated it into the brand of CareShift, and, you know, that is how we're at this juncture. I think that makes a difference in the marketplace because, you know, with digital marketing and all the different avenues, you really want to have a consolidated name and and power in that name, and that's something that we're creating and doing.
1: Yes, most definitely. So let's first talk a little bit about the services that CareShift offers. Um, when someone taps into or maybe someone just calls one of your franchisees, what are some of the services that they are looking for, David?
2: Yeah, so primarily um, when folks need home health care, and it was an excellent point, Linda, by the way, that 90% you know of all Americans want to stay home as, as long as possible. I would say that number is only increased, obviously, since in, you know some of the things that are going on in our world today. Um, because home, home care is really truly where it's safest. So, you know, when mm-hmm. folks call, they're generally looking for a caregiver. Now, you know, that could be, it, it, there, are, there is no federal regulation for our industry. It's all state specific. So that's where names change. Like, do I need a companion? Do I need a home health aide or a personal care aide? That name is going to change based on the state, but the care provided is going to be similar. So it's folks that need what they call ADL, Assistance of Daily Living, and they need a caregiver to provide that ADL so that they can be safe and have improvement in their home. And, and so that's really primarily what they're calling for. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is not medical um, care. It is strictly helping them with their their daily chores, so to speak, whether it is preparing meals, doing the laundry, um, whatever it is that allows them to continue to stay in their home. Isn't that right?
2: Yeah, but it would be a little bit more advanced than that, right? So, you know, uh, it could be folks like that, but in terms of the full spectrum, it could also be folks that are bed-bound, They may need, uh, you know, transfers, their, you know, assistance Mm -hmm. with toileting. There's a whole list of things that folks would need in a home care setting that would fall under that ADL, that assistance of daily living, you know, sort of moniker. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So let's look at that franchise, uh, what the franchise piece of that looks like. Um, If I am looking for a franchise to tap into and uh, I look at CareShift, David, would I need to have uh, a medical training of some sort? Would I need to have experience in this for you to consider me?
2: No. I mean, I think that's the beauty of of the system that we've created. Uh, you don't have to have prior experience in home health care. You don't have to have any specific licensing. Pers- like, in other words, you do need licensing perhaps as a home health care agency, but you don't need – credentials yourself you don't need to be a nurse or a doctor or licensed social worker and a list is long you don't need to do any of those things um you do need to you know we prefer and I think you know some of the systems that are successful the most successful systems are ones that are choosing candidates that have some prior sales background that sales background does not have to be in healthcare. everything can be taught and you know if you're a people person and and motivated uh then the ground for success is there with the right system Mm mm-hmm
1: so you just said everything can be taught. So as a franchisee, what kind of training could I expect to receive from uh CareShift?
2: Yeah, so with CareShift um we have kind of the, the starting piece, right, which is um a five week virtual interactive program that we do with our online educational management system and then We have a five-day live training program that we do at our corporate offices in Princeton, New Jersey, which is the home of the world-famous Princeton University, just a lovely town. And then we have uh, ongoing support in the form of one-on-one coaching for 90 days. So that's for about, you know, once per week for, for three months, and then we do it monthly thereafter. We create all the marketing material. We create all the messaging. And we actually go into the field and spend three days at the franchisee's location to at startup to provide additional support, you know, work on the top 100 with them, all the different things that they need to be able to launch successfully in their marketplace with the expertise that we have now provided to them. Mm-hmm.
1: So let's talk about that launch a little bit because um, once a franchisee has been trained, of course, the very next question is how do I get my clients? So how do you uh, help your New franchisees to get their clients, and who are the best clients for them to look for? Are you looking for referral partners, and who would that be?
2: Yeah, so as a national CareShift, you know, uh, has developed partnerships with all of the major players in the marketplace. So that is a great opportunity to develop all the keys that you know folks are going to need to be able to do that. But there are three main referral sources, right? There's the digital, there's the word of mouth, and then there's marketing professionals. We've created all of the content, all of the resources, all of the messaging, and we provide that ongoing support. So, you know, when you put all those things together, there is a roadmap to go out in someone's local market and create the relationships. And I know Linda, that you're very successful in relationship creating, but you have to have a process for that. It's not something that comes by magical thinking. It's something that comes from a plan. And those are all things that are included in our program.
1: Mm-hmm. And would, would you agree with that? Somebody, I mean, you know, just in oh, terms absolutely. Of your own, your own think, background. I, Absolutely. I, I love relationship building because I believe that, that, is, um, that when you build a relationship, then it's more solid um, and you have a better connection. And face it, David, it, in the industry that you're in, you have to build relationships because mm-hmm. it is more about – it's not just your client – but it's their family. I mean, don't you have to stay connected with the family? So you have to really be a part of their life.
2: You really do. I mean, that is something that you're doing here. You're not providing a widget. You're providing an individual. You're providing a relationship. You're integrating that into a You know, a household. And so you are involved and your caregiver is a part of that team. And I think, you know, that's something that CareShift very well recognizes. I think, as you pointed out, the growth of the industry, the demand for care is there and it's going to continue to be there. I think some of the challenges that exist in our market is on the staffing side. Can I get enough caregivers? Can I keep turnover low? so that I can focus on continuing to grow my business, that's kind of like the genesis of where the name CareShift came from. This is really a supply side equation as opposed to a demand side. I mean, I think that's an amazing business to be in where the demand is there and you're, you're solving supply, and that's what CareShift does. Mm-hmm.
1: So let's talk about the, um, the staff, and how do you help them to source good, solid uh,
2: caregivers, Yeah, so, you know, as I've said from our our history is we have been in the field as soldiers. We've had a home health care company, you know, for many, many years. We had the national, so we learned all the best practices, and now we have the franchise, CareShift. And, you know, in terms of onboarding caregivers, there is an absolute process to that as well, something that we, we have a proprietary program that will help every one of our franchisees, in terms of virtualing onboarding, right? So COVID's changed that in a very good way. Companies, uh, the best companies out there have, uh, you know, um, migrated to using an online platform, and that's something that all of our franchisees will get with CareShift, you know, so that candidates are well vetted before they ever come to the individual franchisee for their final hiring decision. And it cuts down on the amount of time that it takes to hire a proper candidate, Training is provided, so they get award-winning training via an online program. Um, they can do that via their phone. So there are a lot of ways to enhance the skill set of the caregiver. There's a lot of ways to motivate the caregiver. There's a lot of ways to retain the caregiver, and those are all things that have to be deployed in a cohesive manner, and that's something that, as a CareShift franchisee, the individual franchisee will
0: receive.
1: So, David, you said that word. That word is COVID. So, folks, if you're listening to the recording, this is October 23rd, 2020. So I don't know where we are in the pandemic. I just know that it's still impacting our lives. David, how has it impacted um, the way that your franchisees deliver their their service, and how has it impacted the way that you interact with and support your franchisees?
2: Yeah, so, I mean – What I would say is that when you talk about home care, I think you often see the term recession-proof business, and it's very true. It's a recession-proof business, but I would also say that it's a COVID-proof business. It's an essential service, and it continues to grow. I mean, home care is explosive during the time of COVID. Nobody wants to go in a facility, so home care makes perfect sense. Now, in terms of reaching out to those referral partners to say, hey, well, how do I get into a facility? They're not going to let me come in and market to them because it's an unsafe environment. They won't let people come in, and that's true. And so you have to create other programs. For example, last, just last night, we had 150 nurses on a virtual CEU program from you know, our mark, one of our marketplaces in New Jersey, and we were able to provide them with a CEU program, so they get credits for participating, and there is a whole host of ways to leverage the folks that have been on that uh, call, you know, in order to develop the relationships and, and, and really create, you know, trust, and those are the things that are going to lead to the relationships of referral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's brilliant to offer
1: CEUs for the nurses because you're able to get in front of them in a way that um, we can't we can't have that many people in a room. We you know the social distancing, everything's limited. So it was brilliant for you to use that as a means to get in front of nurses. And so how how has it impacted the the care? I know that you said that it's an essential. Um, business and but how has it impacted the way that your franchisees actually come into the home, or are they allowed in the home that much? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I mean, certainly we've developed quickly a very comprehensive COVID policy. So there are things that um, you know uh, we would do in order to make sure that our clients and our caregivers are safe. So some of the COVID policies that I think some of us have all heard of, but are being deployed at, at our, our franchise level is, um, you know, temperature checks, questioning, where have you traveled? Where have you been um, limiting contact between points, right? So uh, a lot of times our franchisees will drive the caregiver directly to a household. They'll do a temperature check. And so they'll limit the public transportation component of it. What we need to do is protect our clients and also to make sure that our clients are protecting our caregivers and and us as well, right? So there's temperature checks that are happening on their side as well. So there are a lot of COVID precautions. I mean, you know, the CDC has issued all sorts of guidelines. Those guidelines are being followed very carefully. And uh, those are the things we all need to do to make sure that our caregivers and clients are safe during this time. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, David, I'm also thinking that there there are probably families that don't see their parents that often and the caregiver is the one that has their eyes on that that loved one more than the family does. So are the caregivers kind of given an idea of what to look for because if they're the only one seeing this loved Mm -hmm. one, Um, do they watch for signs so that they can run the flag up the pole, so to speak?
2: Yeah. So um, very often when a case is open, there is, uh, you know, what we call a care plan. So there is a nurse supervision involved where, um, you know, there's a care plan that's set up, there's observation of the client, there's observation of the caregiver performing certain skill sets. These are all things that, you know, provide for quality care. And that nurse is corresponding and communicating on a fairly regular basis with a call-in to the caregiver for exactly that reason, right? What's going on? Has anything changed? Do we need to address it? And uh, one other thing I would add is um, that, you know, depression is prevalent amongst seniors. It's a very, you know, especially with COVID now, it's a, it's, a, you know, it's something that we all need to be aware of. So those are also signs that we're looking for, uh, you know, and, and being able to report back to families. And by the way, You know, the scheduling software system that our care shift franchisees use has a family portal. So families can log in. Mm. It's just confidential to that individual family. They can see notes. They can share information. That's really important, right, because, you know, stuff doesn't get done during 9 to 5 a lot of times for families. They have to have access when it's convenient for them. And so that's Mm -hmm. all, uh, you know, just some of the many tools that we're using.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, David, that reminded me when um, my mother was still Living and before she went into a uh, care facility, uh, we certainly had someone come in and care for her. And I remember having that three ring binder on the table, Mm -hmm. and that held all of the notes. But you had to be at my mother's home to actually get those updates and know what was going on. So that is so great to have a portal where. Any family member, no matter where they are, could go in and see what's going on with mom or dad uh, at any time. So I, I love that um, access that
2: you've built. And That's great. Good I'm sure you had a lot of anxiety anytime anyone touched that three-ring binder, right? Because it was Absolutely. kind of the Bible of the household. And, um, yeah, so, and, I mean, you can, you know, what if family members want to alternate for shopping? or You know, you can do all of those things through the portal. It makes life so much easier.
1: Oh, that's nice. Very good. i tell you what, David. We are down to my commercial break, and um, I am one that absolutely loves stories, and um, I was wondering, do you have any stories that maybe you could share with us when we come back from commercial break?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have uh, have some good stories. I like telling them as well.
1: Very good. Oh, very good. Very good. So, folks, um, I'm going to take a real quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more from David Goodman. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling, to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance. As well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com.
0: Hey,
1: folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Baestetos, and I'm here with David Goodman with CareShift. So we're talking about the senior care industry. And when we broke for commercial break, David, I asked if you happen to have some stories you could share with us.
2: Yeah, so um, a story that comes to mind is I I have uh, a business owner who um, uh, was a stay-at-home mom. So she's a licensed social worker, and, uh, you know, she she had young kids at the time, and – um, stay at home mom and and she really came and just wanted to open a home care agency have, make enough to afford to pay for her family vacations. That was her objective and uh, mm. she just you know we showed her we put her through the system we you know um, deployed all of our educational assets to her and you know she became very successful and you know forget about family vacations she could buy a family house and you know
0: she could do a mm. lot of
2: things and And uh, so I think that's a great example. And and she got to use her knowledge base, right? So she was a licensed social worker, but she didn't know how to use that for home health care. She wanted to make a difference. She knew she could, but she didn't know how to do it. And so, you know, with our guidance and, you know, patience and expertise, and she'll credit, you know, she is a very successful business owner now. um, But she, I think, would say a lot of good things about our dream team uh, in terms of helping her to get there.
1: Mm-hmm. David, it sounds like this model that you have created is very scalable.
2: It, it is very scalable. I mean, you know, it's not – strangely enough, you know, home health care and the scalability of it is not limited to the United States market. I mean, right, aging is a worldwide issue, and you can apply a lot of the principles to any market. I mean, obviously, uh, we're talking about the U.S. market, and that's the most important thing. Um, but it is scalable worldwide and we've had a lot of success in scaling across the United States. We can go into any market and do well with it.
1: Mm. Wow. So do you have any other stories for us? I love that one because what it tells me is that uh, you provide the support, you provide the platform, you provide the infrastructure that can help someone uh, build um, a very lucrative business with just plugging into the system, and that's what franchising is all about.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have so many stories that come to mind, but just thinking about another one, I have a gentleman in uh, um, Missouri who um, was, he was an executive with um, uh, a car rental company. I won't say the one that he was with, but he was with a, you know, a large car rental company. He was an executive, so he knew organization, he knew structure, he knew how to you know, manage people, but he didn't know home, home health care. And so he came into our system, we showed him exactly how to do it, and he has now created a very successful program with, you know, lots and lots of caregivers and lots and lots of clients and very, very well respected in his community and has made a huge difference. And, you know, he has a large family, and they've all done really, really well. I received, you know, these lovely Christmas cards every year with pictures of his ever-growing family. So, um, you know, it's just another example, and I have so many of them.
0: Yeah, that's
1: great. That is great. David, if someone is listening and they're thinking, you know, this just might be my opportunity to leave corporate, and if they want more information about CareShift, where would they find that? What would you suggest they do?
2: Yeah, so, um, so, so just in terms of contacting us directly or the process for, you know, uh, buying a CareShift franchise.
1: Yeah, how would they find out more about CareShift?
2: Okay, well, just uh, contact. They certainly can reach out to me. My email is david at com, and that's careshift with a Y, right? So it's C-A-R-E-S-H-Y-F-T.com. They can call directly. The number is 888-597-7639, 888-597-7639. I'd also encourage them to go to our website, www.careshift.com. We have an excellent video on there uh, that really, if you want to meet some of these folks that I'm telling the stories about uh, and get an idea of the Dream Team and what we can do for you, we have a great video there to watch, and I think it will really help them to understand the opportunity. Nice. Very good.
1: So, David, we're down to those final three questions, and the first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare themselves for this process?
2: Um, yeah, so I, I think if they're looking to um, purchase a franchise, um, they number one they need to decide on the industry they want to be in, right? So we're mm-hmm. assuming here, I guess, that they've chosen the home healthcare, and they should, you know, make sure that they have conversations with the franchise or team, uh, and make sure that proper territory is available, right? So number one is. If you're going to open any type of franchise, but a home health care franchise in particular, where establishing you know relationships and knowing your community is so important, it should be in the community you're familiar with. For you to have to relocate in order to get a territory, because that's all the only thing available, I think that's a real negative, and I, I really would caution mm-hmm. folks not to do that because it's risky. Um, they should also make sure that they can become licensed as a home health care agency, right? So there is about. I think about 29 states or so, I guess I shouldn't be quoted there because it might be 30 or somewhere in that range, but 29 states that have licensing for home health care, right? So now they're like, oh, this is great. I'm going to become a franchise home health care, but now they're stopped by licensing. That's why we have a licensing department with de- decades of expertise to guide the franchisee through the licensing process. That's critical. Um, it's also important that they make sure they're comfortable with the franchise or team and support people. Right? After all, these are folks they're going to be working with for a very long time. So there has to be a comfort level there, and a good franchisor is going to want to make sure that they're comfortable as well with the candidate, because they also know it's a long-term relationship. Um, in addition, they should make sure. <clears throat> excuse me. They should make sure they are properly capitalized. Right. So at CareShift, for example, we have the candidate talk with a leading financial service uh, firm that we work with called BowFly early in the process. We want to make sure the candidate has access to proper capital and has a plan for deployment and their needs. And since this is home healthcare, we also do a criminal background search at that juncture. So I think those are kind of like the critical components to think about um, when someone is ready to make a commitment.
1: Yeah, those are great points. And, folks, if you're listening and if you're not real familiar with franchising, uh, David mentioned territory. So, David, what size are the territories when you start um, awarding
2: those to franchisees? Yeah, so we have a laddering. Our territory sizes range from approximately 300,000 to 600,000 people, right, and so, you know, if you just look at the metrics across the country as a general rule of thumb, 15 to 20 percent of that is going to be seniors, people 65 plus. So there's pl- plenty of market. And I think the other advantage, of course, when somebody buys a care franchise is if there, you know, if there's adjoining territory that's not yet sold, then the individual franchisee who has the assigned territory is also able to market in the adjoining territory when that becomes mm-hmm. sold then, you know, the caseload they have from that adjoining territory is grandfathered in, and they can't take additional referrals. But it's like having a much larger territory for, Mm -hmm. you know, a greater period of time. And, of course, they might choose uh, under, you know, right of first refusal to just take that territory as well because they've already developed it. So I think Mm -hmm. those are are some of the critical components.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's great to hear that. So the second question here is what are two traits that make a successful franchisee?
2: Yeah, so it's a people business, right? So the best candidates have prior sales experience. We do think that is something that's very important in today's marketplace. They have to, we want them to have prior sales experience. Um, you know, there's a lot of folks that want to get into the business because they really want to help folks. And, and that, that is a very worthy thing, but we want to make sure that they are successful, right? For this to be a long-term endeavor for them and for us, it needs to be a successful relationship. And so somebody with prior sales experience uh, is what we're looking for. It's not necessarily in home care. It can be in any industry. We can teach it as it relates to home care. We have a track record of that. Somebody who's results-oriented, an excellent communication, communicator, uh, compassionate, and loves to help people, right? That this, is a, a, this is a people business. If you're not really uh, compelled to help people and make a difference in their lives, then there's probably a lot of other things you could be doing, and you probably should because this is something that is very people-oriented. Um, Mm -hmm. relationship builder and really laser focused on success. That's a really critical component is to always, you know, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we tend to drift. We have great ideas every day. You have to stay laser focused on your core piece and you have to stay on that until you're successful in creating. And I think that we've created a program to make that happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also having that additional coaching right when that franchisee gets ready to launch is huge as well. So um, the final question here, David, is what does the future of franchising look like?
2: And I would just say, Linda, to that point, we are partners here, right? I mean, we have a, a minimal percentage, but we are partners and we are very focused on our franchisees being successful. So there is lots of contact. There is lots of support. And, you know, when we have the right person and the person who's chosen us is they feel comfortable with us, then we can just create something really strong, and, and there's going to be lots of ongoing support. As far as the right. future of franchising, um, you know, while I can't speak to franchising as a whole, I can speak about the future of franchising as it relates to home health care, and the future is really bright. Not only is this a recession-proof business, but as I said before, it's also a COVID-resisted business. It's an essential services business, um, and it's never been more important. The demographics are overwhelmingly favorable, and with a care shift franchise, we believe we've helped solve the, the staffing side of the business. So it's a powerful formula for success.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I believe that as well, because um, if you – and I know that you mentioned that it was the, the home health care industry, wasn't even an industry when you first got started. It was just something that people needed. And over the years, over the decades, it has become a very solid, um, fast-growing, as I mentioned earlier, fast-growing industry. And uh, I think it's going to do nothing but just continue to grow. And I keep seeing that there will be um, new industries to spur off of that. Uh, because there it is growing so much that there're going to be businesses that are going to be supporting just the healthcare industry alone, you know whether it 's um, staffing or um, you know some of the other in uh, needs that home health care actually generates so um, that 's kind of my idea about the industry, so it could open up other opportunities there.
2: Oh, yeah, I do think there will be plenty. Uh, I mean, there's already, you know, uh, for example, there's transition services. So if somebody's moving, mm-hmm. you know, into assisted living, they can hire a company to help them with transitions because you can't just hire, you know, Joe's moving company to take 50 years of stuff out of the house. It's it's very emotional time. So uh, to your point, there's lots and lots of uh, add-on businesses that will continue to drive revenue. And, you know, we're at the forefront of all of that. Love that.
1: David, thanks so much for being on the show today. Again, if somebody is listening, where's the place, best place they can find out more information about CareShift?
2: Yeah, well, I would just encourage them to uh, email me directly. I'm happy to speak with them. It's David at uh, CareShift with a Y, so that's dot uh, com. They can call me, 888-597-7639. Again, this is David Goodman. Uh, or I encourage them to also go to our website. There's a wealth of information there. We have some videos on, you know, uh, folks that are, uh, have, uh, you know, are part of our, our network as well as, uh, you know, introducing you to some of the members of the Dream Team. It's an excellent video. I think you'll enjoy it. Wonderful.
1: Thanks so much, David, and I look forward to staying in touch with you and CareShift.
2: Thank you, Linda. It's been a pleasure. Same here.
1: So folks, you know it, as we go through looking at different industries that are using the franchise business model to um, ad- advance and expand, um, just remember that there are so many industries out there, and just like David is describing the the care shift and the home health care industry it is going to absolutely do nothing but explode. So if you're thinking about a franchise, if you're thinking about doing something that can help you leave corporate, um, maybe you can cut those corporate chains away from your ankles. I know I did after 30-something years in banking. So if you're thinking about this, this is certainly a model you would want to check into. As always, I'm going to leave you with a quote. This is a Jim Rohn quote. It goes like this. One person caring about another repre- represents life's greatest value. So being a part of Care Shift would certainly bring you that life's greatest value by caring for others. Thanks so much for being with me on All Things Franchising today, folks. Look forward to seeing you next time.